officer seems clearly to hurt the president. That's why this person runs. If you really were trying to steer things internally, you wouldn't come out and do this. But I think... But then why not resign? Well, but, 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 but I think a very interesting question here is if this person did it as one of those who has publicly denied it, what does the New York Times do with that information? Right. And do that, you continue yeah. to protect somebody who is publicly uh, telling a lie? That's, that's why I say that the, the denials are important, because I would assume that the New York Times would be responsible enough that if someone is out there outright lying about their participation in something like this, that that would then force them to out this person if they're lying about it. They, they know a public figure is lying about it. Right, and a senior administration yes. official, as they deny it, someone who has responsibility. And let me tell you, the idea that someone should be shamed for working in this administration is, is an outrageous statement. It's an absolutely outrageous hey, statement. You're serving. Um, so, uh, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. There's something I didn't think of last week. So we were mocking these people who have come out and, and, and said, no, I didn't write it for, with, with the idea that, well, yeah, the person who wrote it's going to deny it. That's the point of being anonymous. That's the whole anonymous thing. Really. Somebody gets around to asking you, yup, it was me. So the, I wrote it. So the media is saying, <laughs> we've asked Pompeo, he said no. So we asked Pence and he said All no. Right. So who could it be? It just seemed How ridiculous. About your staff? Oh, no, 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 no. But the journalists on uh, Stephanopoulos' show and Governor Christie all seem to agree that no, if the person who wrote it says no publicly, the New York Times then has a journalistic obligation to say, "Uh uh-uh, there's a senior uh, 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 Trump official, White House official lying. We know it, and we have to tell you. My initial reaction to that, and I stand ready to be argued off at this point, is that's a ridiculous assertion. Well, I think that's crazy. I, I never thought of it for that, the reasons you made clear. But that's John, the point of being Jonathan, anonymous. Carl, Chris Christie, and Stephanopoulos seem to think, oh yeah, obviously. You know, Carl, that, which is, you know, I don't know. I didn't actually go to journalism school. Um, uh, that, that's interesting. Well, uh, two things. Number one, again, not to belabor the point, but if you do something anonymously, it's not only conceivable i mean you you should practically expect it at some point somebody might ask you did you do that if you're in that world so uh, i don't buy it for that reason second thing is you know a good example mark felt uh, mark felt right it was deep throat denied it for 30 plus years public he specifically publicly denied that he was deep throat and woodward and bernstein knew but not just the reporters um what's his name bill bradley knew also and he is the editor of the Washington Post, right? and he didn't come out and say, well, we got to tell you now, because he has publicly denied it, and I know right. the answer, so it's our news obligation to tell you that person is lying. Right. Well, listen, I don't consider myself a journalist exactly. Uh, we have whistleblowers. I don't consider myself a rodeo clown either. <laughs> Some do. Um, <clears throat> There's a lot of things I don't consider myself. But we have a number of whistleblowers. And, and anonymous sources of important information for the public that have uh, reached out to us and have populated the show with some pretty good stuff through the years, and we have protected their identity. And if somebody asked publicly, um, are you the guy who contacted Armstrong and Getty and told them about PG&E's lobbyists that have gotten this incredible sweetheart deal where the taxpayers and ratepayers pay for the fires they cause, which is a real thing, and we'll talk about it later, and and they said no, I didn't send that to Angie. I'm not going to out them. Yeah, because they public. No, no, not not only no, no blank in way. Well, we're not a news organization. I don't know. I don't know the or answer. Are we? I would actually like. Here's that. the news, Jack. We are. Check and mate. <laughs> wow. I would actually like to ask Jonathan Carl or Stephanopoulos because I don't know the answer to this. Why the Mark Felt case? So. 
obviously Woodward, Bernstein, and Bill Bradley kept that quiet mm-hmm. until Felt was willing to come forward. Yeah, Bradley was dead. So, but um, uh, so I don't know that the difference is. I don't actually know. I just thought it was interesting that you got some journalists at a high level who thought, oh yeah, obviously the New York Times. Oh yeah, it'd be their news obligation to at that point say, look, here's somebody in the administration lying about undermining the president. I, I think that's that is a pretty newsworthy opinion. But I don't know that you're obligated to go. Yeah, I, they would never have another source. Well, on, the, on that. Ever. Think about it. On the other side of it, uh, Bob Woodward, part of his interview yesterday, and boy, uh, Marshall's got a good clip of the Woodward interview he gave with CBS coming up in his newscast. Some really interesting stuff. If the book is full of stuff like the thing he's got at the bottom of the hour, that's going to be a hell of a book. Well, stay tuned. Can't wait to start reading it. Um, Woodward said yesterday, as you know, having read my book, there are dates, times, and participants. I wouldn't have used that op-ed piece if I'm running the New York Times. Too vague, does not meet the standards of trying to describe specific incidents. Specific incidents are the building blocks of journalism. I wouldn't have used it. Right. Right. I would agree. It, it, it wasn't terribly newsworthy. It was recycled old accusations against, against the Trumpster, uh, most of which I think are probably legit, honestly. Um, it wasn't. I don't understand why it was published. It seems almost universal, uh, even if you believe it should be published, that people think that they should put their name on it. Mm-hmm. All your heavyweight. Uh, lefty journalists and conservative journalists say, you got to put your name on it. Can I share my zero research done to actually back this up theory on what it Briefly. is? Briefly. This is talk radio. So I think this was, there, there's a sense of, all right, let me back up. Trump's, that's, that's seven words so right, far right, and not, no information not conveyed. Doing well, not, not doing a good well. start. The, the Trump Republican <laughs> approval ratings are being touted a lot of times. Oh, they're, they're record highs, all-time high. Yeah. But a lot of that is because of, there's a mass exodus of people who don't want to consider themselves Republicans, switching to, to independents, things like that. That's some of it, yeah. And so I feel like this was a, a plea from the Republican career Republicans mm-hmm. saying, don't abandon Republicanism. We're still trying to do stuff. We, we, have, yeah, okay. we have a non-Republican as the head of our, our party right now, but there are still, quote-unquote, Republicans that are are fighting the things that you care about. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they're wrong. I think the uh, way too many Republicans hate the Republican Party for them to fix that. They think the tried and true Republican Party will be back before you know it. And most Republicans would say, "Yeah, that's not what I'm looking for." Right. Um, right. Like most things, there are several things at work here. But yeah. back to the New York Times printing that. Having watched the conversations over the weekend, I'm completely convinced that they shouldn't have run that anonymously. They they should have said. Yeah, I absolutely will run it. You've got to put your name on it, though. Because just the way the conversation goes, it, it allows too much. Well, it's just a weird conversation when you're, you're, you're picturing some, um, person with no flaws kind of floating above it all. Right. And if you put a name on it, all of a sudden, okay, you're no this axe person. to grind, yeah. no career to advance. And, cetera, with, and with all the with all the information to make these decisions, you finally get a name on that and you either see uh they don't have knowledge of this these areas of the White House mm-hmm. or of course you're angry because of X. You know, it becomes a different conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like Joe Biden uh, famously said about when you're you when anybody's running for office, they often poll poorly against an, an a, a a a random Democrat or a random Republican. Mm-hmm. And he uh, famously said, "Don't compare me against God Almighty. Compare me against you know an actual person mm-hmm. in the polls, because you never poll well." Against these, this mythical person we would love. Exactly. You put a name em- on it. The empty vessel. Yeah, the yeah. empty vessel always polls very well. The anonymous Democrat running against Trump, the anonymous Republican running against Obama. But then you get an actual person with their flaws, right. and it's such a different story. I think this essay or this uh, op-ed would be the same way. And to Woodward's point, which is kind of related, you didn't build a case for anything to do anything. It was more or less a gossip piece. Well, it was more or less like so many things that have already appeared in the New well, York Chuck, Times and Washington Post. Chuck Todd, sleepy-eyed Chuck Todd. Sleeping son of a bitch. That sleeping son of a bitch. I'm right? depressed. I know him. I know his work. He said, with the Woodward book and the, the op-ed, did we learn anything we didn't know about the president this week? I don't think so. Hmm. He said, we might have learned something about the people around him, yeah. the functioning of the White House, but we didn't learn anything about Donald Trump. They're fun. That we didn't if, already know. If you like m- people saying mean things about other people.